Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Evolution is revolution, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Broham, season six, man. We back. Yo, it seemed like it seemed like I haven't seen you in forever and ever, man. It's been a minute. Like, in, like, like, like legit. This, like in this, in this like in, in this, this space. Yeah. Like we were setting up before we you hit record. And I'm like, damn, man, you know, I can't remember the last time we used these microphones. It's been a minute. Like like the, the setup and everything, and we've been across from each other in this format how we started like we yeah. started off like this and I, let, let me just let let me just let the listeners know and members of the village know brother jay Go for it. like we might not have known what the hell we were doing when we first started this podcast game recognized game podcast with rlj and ken two handsome individuals just out here trying to make it as light workers and educators and, inspir- and, and you know, inspirators you know what i'm saying but the format in the setup that all these different shows and, and they got way more followers than us, okay? But we we just a small time company, but we we on the come up, we global though. Hey, we global. we global. We small, but we global. We are global. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't take that from us, right? We are global. We global. Um, but I think the interesting part is, yo, we was we was we had like video content. We just didn't like pump it mm. and pump it, you know, put it out there. But like the the the, the setup, the framework. The scripting of how people are showing showcasing their podcast now, yo, we was on that when we started six we seasons started. ago. Yes, sir. But we just didn't know what the hell we were doing. Didn't. So I feel like I feel like I missed out on getting in on the opportunity at the ground level because I feel like we should be like, you know, shout out to shout out to uh, to all the other podcasts out there. I ain't gonna name no names, but it's a lot of good podcasts out there. And I just think we better than. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm, a, I'm, okay. I'm gonna say it. Okay. I think that we're better than. Um, I think we're more professional. And real rap, man. I think we're actually trained in this shit. Like by, by way of our education and just experiencing our jobs. Like we do this for real, for real. Yeah. We like we make money doing this, both on the side and in <laughs> doing our day job. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so for me. It's more so, um, yo, we are um, in here grinding, man. You know, we're working through technology, but we got a new setup for real. And so we're just in here just working, man. I'm, I'm just happy to see you. It is, man. It's good to see your face in the place. Hey, man. As we, um, we're, we're in season six, bro. Season how, six. How did we get here, brother Jay? I guess that's the, I guess that's the question. How do we get here? It's been a marathon. Season six, like season one, jump out the gate. We came out the gate sprinting. And I think it hit us as we were like, oh, maybe we should take a break. Then when we eventually took a break, we was like, yeah, we need to break this thing down. Um, Season two started rolling and then COVID was like, "Uh uh-uh. Slow up. Yeah. Yeah. So for, has it really been... Like almost four seasons. Like or, you mean you mean in terms of like uh the calendar days? Yeah, like from COVID to now. 
That's wild, bro. Mm-hmm. 2020. To, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started We started in 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We started in 19. We so started, we were in the yeah. middle of season two when, when COVID, COVID hit. hit. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. We were in the middle of season two. Yeah. We started in 2019. It's 2023. We we out here in these streets. Heavy, man. We like OGs now. Man. Yeah. We are. We, we, we been, and we've been standing on what we've been standing on. Consistently. Consistently, man. Discipline. But. What it I'll, ain't been fun, and it's been relatively boring and and painful for us. But we stayed the course, though. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot of things that we could have done that we um, were offered to do. Facts. Um, but we did stay the course. So shout out to all of our listeners. We love you so much, man. Ah, oh, we love you so much. From coast to coast, from the west coast to the east coast. To the Middle East. To the Middle East, man. <laughs> Southeast Asia. Yeah. Uh, Europe. In the motherland. Motherland. South America. Yo, we out here, man. We, we are we are in the waves, the airwaves, that is. And um, we thank you for all the streams, all the shout outs, all the tags. And I'm excited for what season six has to offer. We turned up, man. Amplified, baby. We turned up. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. But I think um, this season, man, you know, we, I don't know, man, I feel like we got our man bones. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I was already an old head when we met, but I really do feel like, I feel like, yo, man, I got like a couple of decades in the game and a, a wide variety of aspects of life and lived experiences. You know what I'm saying? And um, I feel like I'm in a place where I can say what the hell I want to say. Not like old people, like just cuss people out for no reason. It'd be, it be irrelevant. You know, I'm, I'm, it's close. Because I'm, cause I'm cussing people out on a daily basis, but just not for no reason. Fair. At least they think it's for no reason. But nah, it's, it's, if I'm cussing somebody out, it's for a reason, Brother Jay. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? As Because <laughs> you get cussed out. So we amplify and we turned up, right? Yeah. But it's like we want to be turned up in a manner that we just ain't out here... You know, saying something provocative for the sake of saying it. I feel like a lot of people doing it. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are doing it and information is getting dumbed down for the sake of entertainment. Mm. But that's that's me being middle-aged Kev now. (laughs) Fair. I'm middle-aged Kev now, Brother Jay. I'm middle-aged. That's some crazy stuff. I'll be 43 the end of the year. Like That's middle-aged right now, right? I think it is. You know what I mean. I wouldn't. I wouldn't deny it. Okay. I, okay. So I definitely ain't gonna get no support from you in that. I mean, in that I okay. This nigga here starting already, <laughs> man. We we what ten minutes I into would, season six, uh, and you uh, you you coming you coming at my age already? I wouldn't man. deny it. Like that if bullshit. this if that's how you wish to identify, then you know I'm I'm all for. Hey man. I'm all for it. Yo, hey man. People starting to notice the grays in my beard when they up close to me. I said, oh, look at that long gray hair. Like, and people like think it's okay to call it out. Like, yo, B, don't call out my grays. I just think that's rude, man. I was like that for maybe a week. Just call me. I mean, just, just regular. Oh, look at that gray hair like a little kid, man. But they be like grown people. And it's like, yo, you got gray hairs too. Why you got to call mine out? Just embrace it, brother. It's all good, man. It, it happens. It. it happens. But I think we I think we had a place now, man, where we got credibility, mm-hmm. accountability. We, um... <clears throat> We've been disciplined and dedicated and diligent. All the D's, man. And we we legit done our thing, man. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm proud of you and I'm proud of us. 
in season six, here we are. We are here, man. As I look at the calendar, and even when we was in pre-production, we were having a conversation. It was still shocking to me that, yo, we we still in this thing. We yep. doing this thing. And we about to embark on the sixth chapter of the GRG show. Hey man, it's a blessing. I just feel like I just feel like we are in a space now where it's kind of like we know what we know, man, and we we validated it. You know, if you're doing a, a, a research study or a, a, a dissertation or something, you got to do some kind of research study yeah. in concert with it, right? I th- I think we validated our research in terms of like. The need for a podcast like the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLG and Kev, and the fact that it's vitally important for, and I'm gonna just keep it a book, man. We we turned up this season. Mm-hmm. It's vitally important for members of the village to see black men just trying to be stand up dudes, man. Nothing more, nothing less. Ain't nobody trying to do nothing stupid for the gram. Ain't nobody trying to compromise our values and ethics and what we stand on like legit we legit been trying to just be stand-up dudes put love in the atmosphere and hopefully our show has inspired members of the village to go out and uh, manifest whatever their visions are and hopefully we have inspired some kind of walk or some kind of piece of their walk in that process that's the hope that's the hope. And I think that's like going back to season one. Yeah. That's I think that was our intent with the show. Yeah. And I think um, I think we on the way, brother. I think we were still this is a marathon, right? R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, man. This Damn. Because a- was that our first season? Nipsey Hussle died. Was that our first season? When did he? I think yo, I think he died like I, like we recorded an episode. I think that was like our first season, man. It was it was it was it first or second? First or second. But time flies. Like a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah. Since we started, man. We whether it's Nipsey or Kobe, um, of course, all of the twenty twenty bullshit. It was a lot. You know what I'm saying? The 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 forty five, like all of the chaos of like the last couple of years, man. Like we've actually captured it. Mm. In the course of each season, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, we've been, I don't know, man, we've been like uh, news at 11. <laughs> but we ain't snitching, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people be news at 11, y'all be dry snitching on the ground, man. Yeah. Telling everybody. <laughs> Telling business. everybody business, man. What um, what was the summer like for you, Kev? Yo, man, my summer, um, my summer was kind of. It was it was a lot of ups and downs, man, and a lot of uh, I don't know. I was just kind of exploring, mm. right? And um, you know, the DJ thing is popping off now, man. I'm your DJ Kev. Follow me Instagram, and so like it's I've been I was like exploring like my talents and my creative space, and like the one thing that I've learned over the summer, brother Jay, is that yo, I'm pretty dope at helping people have a good time. There we go. And helping people party. And so I did a lot of that this summer. Okay. I partied myself a little bit. Um, dear close friend, mentor of mine, um, passed away over the summer from a long bout with, uh, let me get this right, triple negative 
can triple negative breast cancer. Okay. It's like a rare form of breast cancer, it's TNCC. I forget what the other C is for, but it's like 15% chance of survival and all mm. this. And my, my friend Amy really, um, yo, she was a trooper, man. Like two years, fought it, and um, passed away over the summer. But I respect I respect her so much and love her so much because she's one of those individuals that left it all on the field, man. Mm. Left it all in the game in terms of just um, her love for people and bringing people together, education, and really, um, you know, being a, a strong supporter for, you know, first generation mm. college students that got it from the mud. And so, um, you know, it was a, it was a lot of highs and lows, but um, the summer was a, a great deal of reflection for me. Um, I had some fun in the process, you know. We we uh, we crossed paths for your your uh, summer birthday extravaganza, yeah. yeah, and that was another success as well. So yeah. that jump was turned. But I just think that day that day when we hung out, that was probably one of the highlights of the summer, because it was for me it was probably one of the first times I had been in like a um, a festival kind of atmosphere with people outside for real for real now, mm-hmm. and it, the weather was good and people was having a good time. And all of the all of the reggae and Afro beats playing in the background, like it was it was dope, man. To just be in the environment, you're like damn, this hasn't existed for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of you appreciate the fact, like you appreciate family reunions. You appreciate. I had a fam- We had our thirtieth family reunion. Oh, dope. Um, over the summer, Holmes family shout out. Um, and there were a lot of experiences where I was in the village in different capacities. But I, it made me realize that we need to have those kinds of engagements and interactions with people because that's what we were missing over the bullshit mm. between 2020 and 20 into 2022, essentially. There was a lot missing in that space of pandemic, panic, um, and some of it is still lingering. If you are careful, you can really sense it. Even when you are in a space of celebration, there's still this angst that exists. Um, it's like you, you want to fully engage, but it's like, ah, can I really fully engage? And I think everyone has this moment of, Oh man, I've missed doing this. When I I got called to go to um my niece got married over the summer and and then me and a few of my brothers, three nieces, two nephews and our significant others, we went to Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica. Yeah, we was there. Um was there for a week. How you feel, man? You put your toes in the sand, brother. Man. I was in the in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it, bro. I was I was experiencing everything that the Jamaica was giving me. Mm. Got stung by a jellyfish. <laughs> like, now let me ask you this: is that is that out of your norm if you were to go 
to an island or whatever. Like, like what what was the d- distinct difference? I think, think the distinct difference was that I was more intentional about really taking in where I was, given everything that has transpired up until that point. And just being in the moment. Being, just being there, right? Yeah. Like, I, I literally, I text my sister and my mama, let them know we made it to the resort. Like, we made it to Jamaica, made it to the resort. And then... I sent one message to make sure they was getting my messages. And then I just went off the grid, bro. I wasn't on social media. There was, I was really, I was disconnected. People were sending SOS messages because I didn't tell a lot of people that I'm going on vacation and I'm going to be like inaccessible. Like, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed that space because I don't think I really, vacation vacationed like that since COVID. Like I've been places, mm-hmm. I've done things, but to really fully go and engage in the space and place and just t- to take it all in, it's been a minute. I did that. I did that. It wasn't in Jamaica. I definitely wanted to be in Jamaica. I was supposed to be in Cabo. Mm. Um, me and my lady, but that's another story for another episode. That's fair. Yeah, but um, she know what I'm talking about because I know you're listening. So there it is. Um, outside of that, well. I didn't go. To, I, yeah, smoke, <laughs> smoke, smoke on the first episode. It's all good. Well. But nah, man. Um, like I did something similar in Essence Festival because you nice. know you go down to New Orleans and you usually just go down there to party and drink and you know get it, get, let the good times roll, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but I kind of I didn't necessarily do the touristy stuff. But I kind of just took in the city and like explored and kind of went out and did my own thing. Met people from down there, met people from all over the place and kind of just chill, man. It wasn't it wasn't like um, I don't know when I was younger, you would go to a a venue like that, an event like that. And you kind of have like this checkbox in that checkbox. The outcome should be. Oh, I had a good time. Like if I check these off the box, then the assumption is I've had a good time. Yeah. Right. And that's like, oh, well, you know, hollering at, hollering at the women or uh, going to the concert or just drinking on Bourbon Street all day. Uh, and that's like fun. But, you know, the older that you get, because I'm middle aged now, Brother Jay, yeah. your body can't take all of that. You cannot. Right. So me, people laughing at me now, but yo, my drink of choice is margarita, man. Can't go wrong <laughs> with a margarita, man. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know people Respect. laughing. Respect, I know bro. people laughing, hey. but I like the song. The song that's out now, but I forget the, the woman's name, mm-hmm. one margarita. No. But it's funny though. But but it's kind of like not necessarily all of the things that she was talking about in that song. Pause. But it's more so like, yo. <laughs> it's more so like, yo. A margarita, some good music, good people, some nice weather. Mm. Like, yo, that's that's joy right there. But I think you're you're and you you were touching upon this, your outlook on how you spend your time shifts as you get older. True. Right? When we think of college days, running with our frat brothers. It was like we had to check box. We had to do certain things. My, Miami Memorial Day weekend. <sighs> Never again. Right? Howard Homecoming. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, is it, if, it, if it's All-Star Weekend. And, and when you think about it, 
we didn't really get to fully experience those events because we we had certain things that we needed to be at. Like if you was black and Greek at Howard Homecoming, you needed to be at the step show. Like that's no if, ands, or buts about it. That's where you finna be. Yeah. Figure it out. Um, but that like you said, as you get older, you, you start to really be more intentional about how you are spending your time. True. Right? Like I've been to New Orleans several times and my last time there, I definitely ended up on Bourbon Street. But I didn't need to be on Bourbon every night. Mm-hmm. Because New Orleans has so much more to offer. And there's other spots that jump just as much as bourbon, depending on your crowd. Oh, for sure. My friend hit me up. We went to a little hole-in-the-wall spot. Brother, that thing ain't closed about 6 o'clock. When I say we had a damn good time, fish was fried (laughs) and that hot grease, huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> drinks was poured for the listeners in the village man y'all need to see the twinkle in this dude's eyes cause whatever is in that grease it must have been touched by God listen. man cause you should see the twinkle in this dude's eyes listen. when he said in that hot grease that, <laughs> it was it was anointed bro it was like they dipped the fish in the Euphrates before it went into I was like, oh, this is this was this the fish they passed around when with the five loaves of bread? Like this dude, brother Jay is wild. But but I it was one of those moments where I was like, yeah, I don't have to keep chasing the crowd to have a good time. Yeah. You create the space wherever you are. And so my vacation, I, I had to I was telling my therapist, like I'm I now need to be more intentional about my vacation. Mm-hmm. Cause typically, you know, me, you would say, Hey, let's go to such and such. All right. I got frat brothers who would call me. Hey, let's go to such and such. I grab my passport draws and toothbrush. That's it. We'll figure the rest out. See, now that gives me anxiety. Oh, I can see that. That gives me anxiety. Like I, I was, um, I met some, I, it's crazy. I like, in, when I was in New Orleans, I ran into like some uh, friends I went to high school with, mm-hmm. like literally like on a, a random back street and we just bumped into each other and we hung out, but they were telling me a story about um, a new year's trip that they went on. They decided to like take this new year's trip, like the day before hopped on the plane wore they wore, wore the clothes that they were going to wear new year's night on the plane. Mm. So when they got off the plane, all they had to do and they bought like, like these travel bags that that's all they took. And then they did the new year's thing, hung out, got back on the plane, came back home. That gives me anxiety. <laughs> you got to see it in your I face. Like, like you were slightly panicking. Like, Bruh. what? Because, I, I mean, I get it. The adventure. You mm-hmm. know, wanting to explore. But I think, like, th- that t- that ship has sailed with me. Like, that time has passed. Like, I don't want the pressure of something, of, of thinking about the possibility of something happening. Mm-hmm. Because I know there's a, a greater likelihood when you're being spontaneous and instantaneous and, you know, you're just doing things. Yeah. It, 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 uh, yeah, that gives me anxiety, but it, it's fun. But you know, if I was, if I was 23, maybe 33, I'd be with it. 43 though. I can, I can see that. But, but I don't know, man, I was telling my nephew the other day, cause he asked me to do something. I said, bro, you're starting to do the stuff that I like 
was retiring from doing by the time I was your age. Like your jersey on the wall in the arena. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I appreciate you want to hang out with me. I'm tired. <laughs> like I got Because it's a rerun at this point. I'm tired, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the thought of doing leaving at what time? To go where? Yeah. Eleven? Bruh, the day party, the day party was made for old niggas it, like me, yo. Yo, I am with you. Real shit, man. Like, I, I like the concept. Like, I threw a kickback at the crib. People was like, yo, what we doing after the fact? Nah, it ain't no after the fact, homie. This, this was, shit is over at this, eight. This is over. <laughs> yeah. This was, this, this. Three to eight. Three to eight. Three to eight. This, this is it. Like, because one, my energy is not there no Bruh. more. And your social battery. I keep telling people my social battery gets shorter and shorter each year. But the strange part is, my profession, I talk. All the time. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Like, that's why when when I call people, people typically answer because I... Because you never call. It's, I, yeah, it's like text. They're like, you good? Yeah, man, you know, just checking in. And I'm like, oh. And people will keep me on the phone as long as they can because I don't really... I just... I don't really have that much to say. So when I do call, it's out of the blue. People are like, yo, everybody good? Like, you good? Yeah, bro, I'm just on my way to such and such. Cross my mind, I'm hollering at you. Um, People expect you to have something to say. I've noticed that about me, man. I think it's because, you know, the podcast or, you know, DJing or just the work that we do. Like, people look for me to have something to say. But I don't necessarily, like, having something to say all the time. Like I, I can go without it. I'm like I'm cool. I'm cool. Like I'm cool playing the background, just yeah. chilling. You know what I'm saying? And I could be a front man if I need to be. Yeah. But I kind of just like relaxing. Yeah. It drives my girlfriend yeah. crazy because yeah. she's like you're so quiet, and I'll just look at her like I got nothing to say. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm literally okay sitting here and just taking in the space. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that. And see, me and my lady, we trying to get to that point where. We don't assume something's wrong with the other when mm-hmm. we don't have nothing to say. Um, I think it's harder for I think it's harder for her to think that I'm okay when I don't have something to say. But sometimes I, I really do just like to chill and just go with the flow. Like I'm okay with that too. You know. And but, I it, I mean it happens. And I think the older that I get, the more I only talk if I can improve the silence. Mm, yeah, yeah. Say, take take that a step further, brother Jay. When you say improve the silence, like right now, most people will consider that pause to be very awkward, awkward and weird. Like, but I'm I'm kind of just waiting for you to, whenever you get your thought together, yeah. to fill the space. Some people can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they gotta. People don't like silence. They gotta cough. Jay. They yeah. gotta do something or make noise like they they don't know how to sit with silence and sometimes it's just like the silence is giving me what i need right now that's something i think that's something that we all probably should have mastered or at least made an attempt to master you know over the last three years because everybody kind of had to sit in Mm. silence to yourself Mm. (laughs) <laughs> but as you can see, that didn't quite work out for everybody, Brother Jay. It didn't. And it's funny because I think some of the stuff that you talked about earlier as far as like um, people kind of moving through 
the event or moving through the space and kind of saying, oh, well, because of the last three years, now now my checkbox, my, my checklist is tripled because now I got to make up for I lost gotta time. I got to make up for lost time. Right. And so I go into overdrive. And so a lot of times that means you're either overindulging, um, you being crazy extra, the stuff that you was already dealing with is kind of heightened now. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Brother Jay, as a result, I think people are getting dumber. I won't argue. I, I think, will not argue I think, that and I, say, I hate to say it, Brother Jay, because, you know, I just know everybody's got my you know, personal experiences, bro. But I really do think that people are getting dumber. Either dumber or lazier or more apathetic. Mm. It's like, and, and I, honestly, I think it's probably all of the above. Yeah, at the, and the, at the same damn time, right? But but it's funny because people are losing it in like very subtle ways in different environments. Like uh, at work, a coworker is mad at another coworker for something that happened like five years ago. Mm. Like why? <laughs> right? Uh, with a, a relative, you know, y'all beefing over. A, a picture that somebody posted on Facebook, like why? You know, if it's with if it's with uh, a friend of yours that has gone through some challenges, right? And y'all just get into an intense argument over a space game, and neither one of y'all like playing space. Like people are legit glitching, mm-hmm. like they're glitching for real, man. Have you ever seen that movie Wreck It Ralph? No. John C. Riley. Well, okay, so context. And so Village, go look. It's a good movie, man. Watched it with my son. But it's this movie about like old school video games. And one of the games is Wreck-It Ralph. And Ralph is kind of like Donkey Kong, but he's like a, a, a ogre kind of dude, right? And um, the dude from Anchorman, John C. Riley, he um is playing the voice of Ralph. And so the concept of the game is that there are all of these old school video games but they all interconnected like in this back 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 scene metaverse and the characters of one game they figure out how to jump games and go to another game that's in this network but, but all of them like old school games but it's not your game it's like somebody else's game so if I'm Donkey Kong and you're Pac-Man I I'm Mario I end up getting chased by ghosts cuz I came over to your game got it that's the concept right okay but in the game the characters if they stayed in the game that wasn't theirs for too long, they begin to glitch and glitch in a manner where either like their color was distorted or, you know, it was like a freeze, you know, like when you, um, when you're on a zoom call and your internet go out and you kind of hear, you kind of hear the, you kind of hear the glitch in the background. It was like that. So if you stayed in the game too long, you started to glitch and eventually you glitched to the point where you glitched out. And you couldn't get back to your next game. It's funny, man, but sometimes when I'm smoking joints, yo, that's how I understand the world. Through analogies, man. Okay. And I real rap everything I love, Brother Jay. I think mofos is glitching mm. on a daily basis and it's unexpected. And people is either glitching to the point where they glitching and like something crazy happened. Like they might get arrested or slap a nigga. I don't know. But they glitching to that point. Or they glitching with like they just having like meltdowns over like basic stuff, but it's happening in droves. 
It ain't like one of us, man. I'm seeing this shit everywhere, man. I was in Chipotle. Bro, I was in Chipotle. I was in Chipotle about two weeks ago. And I didn't call in the order. And something told me, something told me to go ahead and just uh, door dash that joint and go pick it up. So you ain't got to pay all the dumb stuff. And man, I go in that joint and I got ordered like a basic burrito bowl. Because you know I ain't eating a whole bunch of crazy stuff. You know, it don't take much to make the burrito bowl. Bro, I was in Chipotle for 25 minutes. On what planet do I need to be in a effing Chipotle for 25 minutes? And it's three people in the joint. It's two people in front of me. How? Why? Because people are glitching, brother Jay. <laughs> Customer service is, is shitty everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Customer service, service is shitty everywhere. You can't get nobody on the damn phone. And everybody think that the reason that they can't perform in their function, regardless of what it is, is because it's either something that somebody else did or some shit that they just don't want to deal with or acknowledge. And they twitching, man. They, they, they twitching like Smokey after Smokey got caught the bad pack. The glit- ended up in the chicken coop. Like, niggas is Smokey now, B. That, they glitching. That, that is very prevalent in a lot of... Um, a lot of the spaces and places that I'm called into, right, as a consultant, as a coach, the main thing that I'm seeing is accountability. People are avoiding it. Um, And it goes deeper than, you know, just being held accountable. It's like, what does this look like? And how do people manage accountability? A lot of individuals, <laughs> I said this on the call and I, I probably shouldn't have, but this guy, I had to put my feet in it. I was like, well, I'm here now. I said, you know, the reason why you continue to act this way is because no one held you accountable and punched you in your damn face. Man, I said that, but people, man, I be saying that, but people think I'm just angry. They think I'm an angry black man. Two things can be true at once. Yeah. But <laughs> I saw what you did there. See, see, smoke already, man. First episode. He Amplified. coming, he coming for Amplified. whatever, man. But and so my client looked at me. I said, no, you were wrong. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you don't see a problem in this is because you've never been punched in your damn face. No one around you is holding you accountable, so they are enabling you for this maladaptive behavior. I promise you, if you get into a new circle and you act like this, somebody going to have your ass within moments. Oh, that, cir- that circle going to dissipate really quickly. Like, why do you think you it's appropriate for you to keep showing up like this? Like, no, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. And it's that missing layer of accountability or sometimes people will manipulate agreement with accountability. Yeah. That that's true. That that that's true because it's more so if if you agree with me, then I, I assume you're holding me accountable because accountable because you agree with me. Like, like there's no conflict because you agree with me. Yeah. But that's not accountability. No. Oh well you said it was good, so I mean I guess I guess it's good then. They're agreeing with me, so I don't guess there's there's nothing for me to change. There's like I'm still operating in the lane that I'm supposed to be operating in. But you know, sometimes people aren't even staying in their lane. Some people aren't even staying on the road. Nah, nah. And it's, it's weird because people will put up a perception that they're staying in the lane or on the road mm-hmm. through social media. And I, I, I honestly, that's something that has saddened me. 
um, over the last probably six months, seeing people post things on social media in one light and then kind of through either them telling me directly or me seeing that that's not what it appears to be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's it's, it's disheartening and sad because it's like, are you addressing the stuff that's behind the scenes? Yeah. Because it seems like you're more focused on the things that will get you attention or draw attention to you for whatever reason. And and those same people are the ones where they don't want to be held accountable, but they want others to be held accountable. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a one way looking glass. Like, no, I don't need to be held accountable, but X, Y, and Z does. This is what they did, and they need to be held accountable. And and the glitch is that everyone thinks they're the exception. Everyone thinks that they're the exception. And everyone thinks that their journey is unique. Let me not say everyone. Let me be mindful of the language that I'm using. The people who can lace this damn shoe up and wear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If the shoe fits, you're welcome. The people who can lace this thing up and wear it. They think that they are the exception. And when when, when it is revealed that they are not. um, They glitch. Yeah. Yeah. They they glitch because it's at that point, you know. How do you, how do you run a mile? Yeah. One step at a time. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a glitch, bro. It's a glitch. And I'm trying to think there was a movie. <laughs> what movie was it when the main characters was losing their color? Yo, that's true, man. It's, man, it's been a couple of movies where the, it's the glitch has been like, they're losing their color or they're disappearing or yeah. Now that's going to bother me. Or like they're, they're, they're zombies, you know, like they're zombies or whatever. But it's glitching, man. It's, it's like a world, worldwide glitch. Was it Fed Albert? When? And they were, oh, yeah. The, they were, the real life one? Yeah, yeah. And they were, the cartoon was like. And he was gone too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they started, he's, oh, no, I'm fading. Yeah, that's like. How <laughs> 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 you saying, brother? Oh, no, I'm fading. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Kenan Thompson, man. Yo, 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 Kenan Thompson is one of those is one of those actors and entertainers in the black community, man. That's been with us for a long time, and he's still around. Like he got commercials, Saturday Night Live, still ticking or whatever. But show shout out to Kenan Thompson because he played Fat Albert in that movie. He man. did. Oh, oh no, I'm fading. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's that's. That, oh no, that, I'm glitching. <laughs> that's what's happening. That's what's happening. People are like, they're showing up and they're they're, they're fading. <laughs> they're fading. Yes, and but but it's before your own eyes, man. But you're trying to figure out like what's happening. And honestly, man, it ain't. I ain't even saying it from a place of judgment or like I'm joking, because I know I have a. T- I, you know, I might have a, a glitch here and there, but I, it's like a snapback. But I've. I know. I. I too have been through a lot of traumatic, crazy experiences, substantial conflict, loss, all of the above over the, the this time, right? And it's it's been complicated. But the one thing that I've kind of tried to be diligent about is not blaming my shit on other people, not um, playing the victim in it all, though it's been challenging, and also just trying to feel the feelings and hold myself accountable to deal with my own shit 
so that I can move forward in a life and in a manner that's fruitful for me, productive for me. And, you know, I'm going out and it, it might not be, uh, it might not be the baby or the masterpiece story, but Kev got a pretty good story. I, I, I drank margaritas. I smoke weed. I talk on, I talk, I'm on FaceTiming now with my lady. You know, okay. I ain't never talk on the phone and shit. I'm doing, I'm doing shit now that, cause I understand what life is about, man. Mm, that's and, good. And, and, you know, uh, Jeezy, I think Jeezy said it recently, uh, peace is the new rich. And I, I'm, I, yo, know, that shit hit hard for me, man. It means like, that means something to me. Peace is the new rich because bro, money come and go. Now don't get me wrong. You need money, but. It's the peace that keeps you from glitching, but you got to find it and you got to like, you got to be committed to it. You can't just willy nilly say, oh, I want peace. I want peace. Like everybody said, oh, I want peace. Can she be my peace? Can he be my peace? I need peace. I need peace of mind. Yo, you got to you got to put in the work to get your peace, too. And and peace doesn't necessarily mean that things won't happen or it doesn't mean that when things do happen, you can't find peace. Your peace may have been disturbed, but hopefully you have some mechanisms, some measures in place that you know and you can recognize where your peace is to protect it and find it. And it's going to look different in different phases of your journey. Yeah. The John is wild, man, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to glitch out, man. I'm noticing it, though, Brother Jay. It's scary. Because I do feel like we like in a video game, man, but it's like a fucked up video game, man. Like you, you got to get through hurricanes. You got to get through forest fires. It was a crazy ass forest fire in Canada over the summer, man. It messed up the whole East Coast. Yeah. Like yo, this is some real shit. Mudslides and flooding. Damn, it was a hurricane in Southern California, bro. Tragedies are a commonplace, nigga. So yeah, I understand the glitch. I need people to tighten up though. And and I'll say this before we wrap, like. I am at a space and place in my life where if I see you're glitching, Pull my coat I will check in and say, hey, this is what I'm seeing. Are you good? How can I support you? But if you don't take the support or assistance as I'm offering it to you, it's, it's like the things on clearance. They're not going to be here. For a very long time. And it's not punishing you. It's protecting me. Because I can't just have all these resources readily available. And individuals are taking them. Are abusing. The, the, the services that I'm willing to assist and provide. So, you know, sometimes I'll see. I'll try to intervene. But sometimes. You know, I'm a spiritual man. The Holy Ghost be like, yeah, hey, Flair, that ain't for you. That small, still voice tell hey. you, sit your ass down. Hey. That ain't your problem. Hey, hey, <laughs> take, take your hand off of it. So sometimes I allow, I, I can see people glitching, turn it into a spiral, and I'll be like, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. So, because sometimes people just got to experience the glitch. Yeah, man, because honestly, you know, that, that might have been a game I already played. I don't need to go back and play. I don't need to go back in time. Especially when I'm trying to tell you, like, hey, hey. <laughs> Watch out for that tree, brother. Like, and you, it's coming. And you don't want to listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. I think that's that's that that's something we're gonna be working on over the course of the season, brother Jay. You know, really just trying to give people medicine. Mm. 
in and let them know, yo, it's medicine. It's not gonna taste well all the time. We can try to doctor it up. It's but not, it's medicine. It's not for yeah. it's not for taste. It's for healing. That part. Damn, man, did I just drop a bar? You did. You did. You Ooh. did. And it's on the record. Hey, Come hey, on, we amplified. We, we turned up, man. We lit, baby. That's amplified. It. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, man. Well, hey. Great first episode, man. To all our listeners out there from coast to coast, from continent to continent, all over the globe, in the metaverse, in the physical verse, all of that stuff, man. Uh, we definitely appreciate you for just being loyal, uh, loyal subscribers, loyal listeners, um, loyal friends, and, and, and loyal members of the village, man. So, uh, from our heart to you, we just thank you so much, and we appreciate um, you rolling with us on this journey, man. And so on that note, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Until next time, be light. Be light.